Welcome to You Influence Podcast, where you will hear everything you need to learn how to be a man or woman of influence for the better in your personal and professional life, in business, at work, and in your social life. Becoming a person of positive influence has an invaluable effect in ways we cannot imagine, but can only be felt in personal fulfillment. Welcome back, guys, to You Influence Podcast. This is your host, Rafael Mavi. Guys, I've um, got a quick and very interesting and important topic to discuss with you today. And that is, well, before I actually tell you, let me tell you this. I bet all of you listening right now, you have experienced some sort of a transaction with a franchise. Most likely the food franchise, whether it's, you know, Chick-fil-A, Burger King, McDonald's, you know, uh, Domino's Pizza, wherever you are, where you're listening, I don't know what you have in there. Maybe you don't eat any of that junk now, but growing up, you tried any of this, you know. I think it's safe to say that most of us have had some sort of a transaction with a franchise. So what I want to talk to you about today is actually the, the hidden secret that nobody talks about of the most successful franchises that we know of. Again, some of those names that I mentioned, and there are thousands more, right? Again, depends where you live, depending on what's popular in your location. You could be listening to this in Europe, so you have other successful franchises there. And it's a hidden secret. It's not a secret, but the reason why I say it's hidden, because nobody talks about it. But it's the single most contributing ingredient to make a franchise successful. And that is called the law of expectations. As a matter of fact, this secret is actually commonly practiced by very successful local businesses. I'm talking about, you know, whether it's in a medical field, whether it's in a finance field, again, small businesses have picked this up and they practice it successfully on daily basis with their staff and especially with their clients. Now, let me elaborate on some things here when it comes to the law of expectations on an individual level, but also on a business level. And then I'm going to give you five things that you could start implementing starting today in order to have a more successful business, a more successful relationship, perhaps a more successful team right if you have uh, people that you're working with whatever it is that you're doing you could implement all of the things that i'm going to mention to you right so if i'm going to address some of the things to apply um with your business to get more clients it doesn't mean that you you need to be a big business to get this done effectively to see a result you could be a solopreneur an entrepreneur working by yourself for yourself you can still do this you can do these things even if you're working for a company, right? But you can take these principles and grow your profession or, you know, your dating life, your marriage, wherever you are. Think of it this way. As human beings, we are a creature of habit, right? We enjoy experiences that meet our expectations. And as a matter of fact, we do not like surprises. So I don't know if about you, but I've met people in my life where they said, oh, yeah, I love surprises. Well, guess what? I call BS on that because if they are met with a 
negative surprise, guess what? They're not going to like it, right? So what does that say? We only want the surprises that are positive. That means it there will be something that would meet our expectation, not necessarily that particular moment, but that's why you know it has to be a surprise, but beforehand. So it needs to be something positive because if anything doesn't meet our expectations, we are turned off. We get angry, we get upset. You know, just think of you know a couple dating, right? We have expectations of one another, and then those expectations are not met once, twice, three times, seven times, ten times. I don't know what your tolerance level is, but eventually you're angry, you're upset. And what happens when that just continues to happen? You know, people break up, people get divorced, you know, so on and so forth. So we are all a creature of expectations. We are actually governed by our expectations. We have expectations every single day. As a matter of fact, according to the studies, it's over 3,400 expectations on average throughout your day from the waking moment to the time you go to sleep over on average the person has over 3400 micro expectations things such as brushing your teeth expect them to be clean and have a fresher breath right turning the car on whether it's push button or turning the key and expecting the engine to turn over and the car starts driving once you go into drive right all of these little you know, expectations we don't even think about, but they're micro expectations. When you pull up to the red light, you expect that light to turn green eventually. That's a micro expectation, right? So anywhere from micro expectation to a big expectation, we have over 3,400 of them, and that's what's governing us. It's govern it governs our actions, the expectations go govern our thinking processes, so on and so forth. So think of your experience at a restaurant or at a medical office, any professional office, right? W what's happening when you go into the restaurant? So most of us, we Google the restaurant name, we, looked at, we look at the reviews, you know, and if the reviews are four, four and a half, five stars, we are more likely to book that restaurant. Now, what are we expecting when we're in that restaurant? We're expecting what we actually read online or better. So once I'm in the restaurant and the expectation is, let's say, a 4.7 star, according to 1,256 reviews that I just read, um, looked at online, but all of a sudden I'm in a restaurant and I'm getting a service that's worth no more than 3.5, guess what? I'm disappointed. On the other hand, when you go into the medical office, a professional medical office, a hospital, or just a clinic, what usually happens? How does that process go? As soon as you walk in, uh, you, you are greeted by the front desk. They ask you for your insurance card with, for your ID. Then they give you a um, they give you a clipboard with proper documentation. You have a seat. They tell you, have a seat, fill this out. When you're done, please come up, uh, give us your paperwork, and we'll give you your you know, documents back because they made copies or whatever. So they're setting expectations all the way through. Then you get up, you give the paperwork in, and then you sit until you're called. And then the nurse calls you in, she takes you to the room. All of these expectations are set, right? She tells you to sit over here, get comfortable, the doctor will be right with you. By the time the doctor comes in, you know, they take your vitals, 
all of these little things, but they keep telling you what they're going to do next. So those are setting expectations. Why? Because, I mean, there's so many reasons. You want to make the patient or your client feel at ease, right? Again, it is subconscious behavior because when you are told what to expect and then they do those things, you feel better. You feel more at ease. There is no guard, right? Or at least the guard is lowered. So when you think of it as a customer or as a patient, whatever the case is, now think of it as a business owner or as someone to set expectations for other people. I hope I made my point here. Okay, so it doesn't matter whether you're an employer, whether you're an employee, like if you're an employee, what expectations are you being greeted with, right? Or what expectations are being set for you when you just got the job? What did the employer say? What did they do? Did they say, well, you know, we're going to do this. You're going to go through this training. Then you're going to transition here. And, you know, there's definitely room for growth. So they set those expectations. Are you envisioning yourself being part of that organization 5, 10, 15 years from now and actually building a career within that culture? If you're not, I bet you anything that the expectations were not set properly or they weren't set at all so again these expectations they just go everywhere now we all train okay so here's here's what i'm going to tell you right now this is something that i've learned many years ago right it was uh, probably about 2006 2007 and i went to the seminar and the guy the trainer he says something profound that i've never forgotten uh that and this way this was before i even had the kids and i'm teaching my kids the same principle Here's what he said. We all train the people in our lives on how to treat us. And we do that by properly setting expectations. The law of expectations, if I can sum it up for you, I'd say you should always be setting expectations when it comes to your relationships, work, partnerships, any partnerships, business partnerships, it doesn't matter. If you want people to not be disappointed in you, then you need to set expectations right off the bat, be transparent, and of course, over deliver. Same rules apply with your social media, by the way. When someone comes to your page, what are they uh, greeted by? Is it a private profile? Uh, what does your bio say? What does your picture say? Are you transparent with your political views if you have any? Are you transparent with your business services? What can people expect from your page when they get to social to your social media profile? You know, I love it how people DM me and they say, oh, we can do this for you. We can offer these services. You know, I love your content. Let's connect. Here's my response, right? Before I even respond, in my head, I'm thinking, number one, the person has a private profile. Red alert. Number two, they haven't followed me and they're saying, let's connect. Really? Like how stupid can you be? Or not stupid, simply amateur. So you need to understand when it comes to social media behavior, same rules apply that I just discussed with you. Okay, so you need to understand how to properly set the expectations even for the people that you haven't met yet because they're looking at you. They're looking at your social media pages. They're, look, they're checking you out. They may be even going through your stories as well. Like For example, when I post my stories, I assume the whole world sees it. So it doesn't matter who sees it. I have people that are, are high religious faith that follow me, you know, whether it's uh, Judaism, Christianity. I have police officers that follow my page as well. I have family members that follow my page. My daughter follows my page. My spouse 
follows my page. You name it, right? I have some uh, very well-known individuals, big influencers that follow my page as well. Publishers of magazines follow my page. So when I post something, it's not for a specific group of people when it comes to social media behavior. When I post something, it is my belief, right? It's either contribution, I'm posting something that's motivational, something more uh, uh, inspirational, or something educational. And then the other posts are just my beliefs on whatever. It could be political, it could be business, it could be relationship, it doesn't matter. I'm not you know, cocooning my material and I'm not ta tailoring my material just so you know only seven people out of six thousand plus people can see it because to me it doesn't matter who sees it it's my belief and those that understand and have been met by my uh, my expectations and my services they understand where i stand so it doesn't matter it doesn't concern me who's gonna not like my post or who's not gonna like my profile what it says in there what i do for a living because it's me so the question is now are you setting the expectations to that audience possibly even the audience that still hasn't followed you yet are you setting a true and genuine expectation for who you are that is something to consider so with all that said keep in mind that in order for you not to be disappointed do not have expectations of others because when you do that's a sure path to disappointment. And that may sound confusing, but that's the name of the game. Set expectations for others, but never have expectations of others. Because chances are you will be disappointed. But when you do set expectations and you deliver on those expectations, possibly even over deliver, then you will never disappoint those that came into your life. So let me go into the five simple steps that you can actually take to have a better life, better profession, better business, better customer journey, you know, or even create a better customer journey for your business. Okay, so first one, have a system in place, meaning do not rely on people. If you have a business, for example, and you hire staff or they're subcontractors, doesn't matter. They're people and they perform a task. And that's necessary because we all need each other, right? As a team, we'll go much further. But with that said, when you are scaling your business, you want to be system dependent, not people dependent. So you invest into your people first. You train them. You set expectations. You deliver. You over deliver. Then you create a system through which the duplication process happens. Because without a system, you can't duplicate the efforts of your team. So if your goal is to grow, whether it's through having a whole lot of employees or having subcontractors or having you know joint venture partnerships, however you're looking to scale, you need to have a system in place because through that system, that's where duplication occurs. But if you keep relying on individuals, you will be disappointed. Remember what I said before, do not have expectations of others because that's a sure way to be disappointed. So when you are relying on other people and you're depending on other people to get the job done, but you don't have a system in place, you will be disappointed. It's just a matter of time because they're people. Everybody has their you know, faults and shortcomings. Things happen. But if you have a system, anyone can come through that system and be a sort of reliable individual until they're no longer reliable. But if, again, if you have a system, it will duplicate the efforts for you, including the training. So 
what can your team expect from you and from the organization when you once you have a system when your team's expectations are met the customer journey is more streamlined and your clients are happy but how is your team how is the team's expectations met when you have the proper system they understand what's expected of them so therefore when they have when they know their own expectations they perform better we all do it's not just for you know your employees or your team we all behave the same way just look at your position in the household i don't care who you are you could be a business owner with a thousand employees listening to this at home you're just another mary jane or joe smith right you're a husband you're a wife you're a parent you're a brother you're a sister you're not a Mr. Big Shot at your workplace. So think of it this way. At home, when you know what's expected of you, you, number one, feel better. Number two, you have a peace of mind. Number three, you strive to achieve that. Same thing happens in a workplace. Second one, establish your methods of communication. This is very important. So the second step that you can take to set expectations properly is to establish your methods of communication meaning when it comes to um, i'm going to talk to you about social media right and i'm going to come to you from a standpoint of establishing your methods of communication for your potential clients for your prospects with your clients when it comes to marketing you want to set the foundation for proper communication what do i mean by that whether you are on facebook whether you are on instagram whether you're on youtube whether you're on linkedin whether you're on pinterest whether you are on wherever whether like snapchat tiktok i don't care what you use whatever uh, google my business whatever platform you're using you have to make sure that that potential customer can always go to you using that platform meaning you can't be active on facebook one month and then completely forget it and switch over to instagram for another two months and then you're like ah this is not good anyway let me switch over to linkedin use linkedin for another 30 40 days and then like ah let me switch to another one i don't like this one and then go to google my business and then you produce content over there and then you don't like that you go to twitter right so your for your client it's confusing they don't know where you are you keep jumping from one place to another so you need to establish a very firm method of communication as a great example if you notice if you've been listening to this podcast you will notice that in all of my call to actions whether it's verbal or written you will notice that i always uh, encourage people to contact me using instagram direct messages okay why because that is the easiest way and fastest way for me to communicate back so as a matter of fact i get suggestions through my instagram dm i get questions which i happen to get a lot of through my instagram dms i get business requests right from prospects if we can work with them if i can work with them through my instagram direct message i get critics and which i happen to get a lot lately also through my instagram direct messages and i check all of them including the folder where it doesn't appear at first you have to check off like you know uh, see all then you have to put them into the primary folder all that nonsense i check all my messages so the good the bad and the ugly it's going through one way of communication even though i am on facebook um, i am on google my business but those are not the channels for me for uh to use for fast and you know immediate response and communication so be very precise and establish your method of communication for your clients but also for your staff for your team if you have a team right now 
for your customer service and uh, customer satisfaction. So meaning when your client has bought something from you or they got serviced by you, how are they going to hear from you once that transaction is over? Is it a text message marketing asking for a review? Is it an email campaign? That email goes out asking them for their feedback and take a survey and here's a link. Please leave us your feedback and your review. Greatly appreciate it. How are you contacting your clients once they do business with you? Third one, over deliver. I mean, it's this is a no brainer, but I have to say it. Over deliver, give more than they expect. So you set the expectations and you have to over deliver now. Remember I told you the positive surprise? They don't want the negative expectation. Here's a, um, an example for you. Let's say I find a service provider, a professional, and I call them. I like the reviews online. I give them a call, and they're very courteous. They're very nice. They book my appointment, and let's say it's a medical appointment, right? I, I go I go into the office a week later. I show up, and I'm greeted by front desk. My expectation is to experience the same or greater of an experience that I did with over the phone. So that first face-to-face -face interaction should be pleasant, should be, you know, with a smile, courteous, and they should set further expectations. Every time I meet a different service provider within that facility, the expectations should be over-delivered from a previous contact, from a prior expectation set by the previous contact. Okay, so always, 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 over deliver fourth one have a training in place when you have a training in place for your team you will duplicate your work when you have a training in place your team knows exactly what to expect from their leader when you have a training in place you will raise new leadership that will set proper expectations for new team members. The training has to be duplicatable. The training is not to create more followers by you remaining the leader at all times. The training is there in place for you to duplicate leadership. The fifth one, always introduce new experiences. Guys, franchises do this all the time. They come out with new sandwiches. They come out uh, with new drinks. They come out with new combos. Uh, again, I started off with franchise, and I'm going to close this off with franchising as well. Franchises do this all the time. Always introduce new experiences. So if you are an accountant, if you are you know, a psychotherapist, whatever your services are right now, this is what's known out there in the marketplace at the moment, and that's what your existing client base is familiar with, you need to continually introduce new services. This is crucial. Always be innovative. You need to stay at the front edge of innovation. Always introduce new services, new experiences. Even if you're not charging more for it, sometimes these experiences are free. Like somebody goes into your office, let's say we're talking about a, a physical business, a brick and mortar business, again, whether you're in medical field or whether you're in financial field, legal field, you know, somebody goes into your office and you put something in the office that they, you've never had there before and while they wait, right? Let's say you have a coffee machine or a cappuccino machine and it's no extra charge just for being a customer. That's a new experience. But new experiences could also mean different services, new services, you have to upsell them. Constantly introduce new experiences, new services. This is you setting expectations in a positive way and this is you over delivering on your expectations. Guys, I, I really, really from the bottom of my heart hope this was helpful. I know when I learned this, uh, principle of the law of expectation. It definitely changed everything I have been doing in the world of business, especially when it comes to training 
people face to face because when you're in a speaking industry and you have to be pro uh, you have to know how to properly set expectations for your audience guys share this out share it with a friend post it on social media if you have any questions as of course as always you can find me on Instagram at Rafael Mavi. Ask me any questions that you have. If you have comments about this episode, hit me up. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Rate it, share it out, review it. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in. And if you haven't subscribed to this podcast already, please show us your support by subscribing and leaving a positive review to help us advance on the chart. You can always connect with me on social media by searching for Rafael Mavi at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn. If you have any questions or just want to drop a line, the fastest way to get a hold of me is through my Instagram. Until next time.